Hey everyone, this is Jason Shepard, and you're listening to the Commercial Pilot Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. What are some ways to market yourself as a commercial pilot? Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here of M0A.com, and you're listening to the Commercial Pilot Podcast, brought to you by our number one rated online ground school, groundschoolacademy.com. Complete commercial online ground school. Let us be just an asset to you as you pursue that knowledge test, that check ride, and most importantly, making you that safe, real-world commercial pilot. That's what we're truly after. That's what we set out to do each and every day. Visit groundschoolacademy.com to check that out and to learn more in that case. Today's topic is this idea of marketing yourself as a commercial pilot. What are some ways that we can stand out, especially nowadays? I mean, you gotta remember, when I was learning to fly, I'm sound like an old man now, back in my day when I was learning to fly, back in my day when I was learning to fly, it was furloughs that we we're dealing with, and it was the exact opposite of what we have now. It was now we have pilot shortage and, and all these other things that are happening that are going on that the airlines, the military, the corporate world is so hungry for pilots here. What are some great ways we can market ourselves to this marketplace that is so hungry for these pilots? And the first one is probably the most important here. I mean, well, they're all very important, but um, professionalism is huge. How do we carry ourselves at the airport? You know, I, I deal with a lot of flight schools, and we partner with a lot of amazing flight schools. And, and there's, there's one in particular down in uh, South Florida, and it's uh, Wayman Aviation, just an amazing, amazing flight school um, down, in, down in the South Florida, Opelika uh, area. And you'd be amazed at the amount of professionalism they instill in their students from day one. Because they can take kids off the street who know they want to be airline pilots and ingrain them in that mindset of aviation ethics, of aviation professionalism, and that's something that's taught to them and expected of them all the way throughout their training. It's, it's very, very impressive, um, you know, what they do and what they can really show in that case. Professionalism is key. Professionalism isn't just in how you dress as a commercial pilot or an aspiring commercial pilot. Professionalism is how you carry yourself at the airport. You can't be the guy or gal that's cutting people off in the traffic pattern, that's landing long, that's eating up runway, that's wasting everybody's time. There has to be aviation ethics and professionalism. The other side of that coin is you can't be the pilot who gets on that person who just cuts you off in the pattern and you can't be cursing them out over the radio and everything else too because the aviation industry is such a tiny, tight-knit community. Everybody knows what everybody does at the airport. It's just how it really, you hang around the airport enough, you'll learn the airport gossip and everything else that just happens. You don't want to be a part of that, trust me. You have to exercise that professionalism. You have to just zip it sometimes, whatever it may be. Professionalism, though, in commercial pilot terms, is more than just how you dress. It's how you carry yourself in the airplane. Are you truly living by what you've been taught? Are you living by these personal minimums? 
Are you living by what you're going to one day, probably as you become a CFI, I'd imagine, end up teaching to those students? Live that now. Start that process now so it's so much easier. So when you are flying for dollars, you've been professional all this time, back from when you were a private pilot, and it's, it's, it's no different now that you're doing it for a paycheck. The other thing here is you have to learn and realize to play to your strengths when it comes to marketing yourself as a commercial pilot. What is your strong suit? And your strengths, we oftentimes think, are so personality-driven. And they are very personality-driven, playing to those strengths. But your strengths can be more than just that. Maybe your ability to always be on call is a strength, right? You're no boyfriend, no girlfriend, not married, whatever it may be. You live by yourself, no animals. Like I could take a phone call at 2 a.m. and have the airplane ready at, you know, 3.30 and we're ready to go. Like that could be a strength, you know, in that case. Some people look for that in that case. Play to your strengths. Know what assets you have. Maybe find yourself in a niche as well. Maybe you get in tight with a group of Cirrus guys and gals, and next thing you know, you're becoming a CSIP, a, a Cirrus you know, instructor now as, as you go on to become a CFI, and, or you're the go-to guy or gal for Cirrus ferry flights. Um, whatever. Maybe you're in tight with, with TBM, and, and TBM is, is calling you from France all the time to bring planes over, and you're that ferry pot. Play to those strengths, and don't be afraid of a niche as well. Don't be afraid. People say you're pigeonholing yourself. You're just going to be the serious guy. You're just going to be the Pilatus guy, whatever it may be. There's nothing wrong with that, right? You can build. There can be safety in a niche as well. So play to some of those strengths as you're working towards it. Obviously, this next little tidbit here goes without saying is, but we have to have just hard work ethic. You have to realize that you're going to do more than just fly an airplane. I promise you. Trust me, I've done some corporate stuff before and I've been the grocery boy who literally says, hey, we like um, this typical flavor, lemon flavored Pellegrino in nine ounce bottles. I don't like the six ounce bottles. I don't like the 12 ounce bottles. I want lemon Pellegrino in nine ounce bottles. And you'll drive around the crew car and you're going to go to three or four different grocery stores looking for this, trying to find it so you can please your client who's paying the bills, who you got the airplane ready, you had the airplane detailed, you made sure all the maintenance was up to date, you, when there's a storm coming, you make sure it's in, you move the airplane somewhere safer, you keep it in the hangar, you make sure it's in a good spot in the hangar so it doesn't get hangar rash. You're going to spend a lot more days at the airport doing paperwork doing detailing, you know, uh, you're dressing boots uh, on the lily net, whatever it may be, you're going to spend a lot of time working on that airplane, probably more, more so than you're going to be flying the airplane. And, and that's, that's all well and good because the, the schedule is great, whatever it may be, you just have to be ready for that. You have to have that hard work ethic, realizing that, you know what, a commercial pilot may be more than just flying airplanes for dollars. There's a lot of paperwork. There's a lot of other things. The airlines as well. It's a ton of paperwork. There's a lot of training. And you know, I love my training, but there's so much beyond just flying that airplane. You have to have the work ethic to back it up. So if I was a uh, potential commercial pilot or a commercial pilot getting ready to enter into the job market in this case, 
I would first and foremost be that airport bum. I would live at the FBO, a few FBOs. I would make sure everybody knew my name. I would have business cards, make sure everybody knew. I'd be adding them on LinkedIn, adding them on Facebook, following them on different social media avenues, trying to learn more about these individuals. I'd be volunteering for maintenance flights, ferry flights, whatever it may be, you have to be that airport bum. You've heard, if you've been listening to the Commercial Pot podcast for a while, and I encourage you to go back. I have one on some of my craziest and some of my Uh, strangest um, commercial pilot jobs I had. And one of them, of course, was as a a grocery boy for a lady who had a private island down the Bahamas. And she'd literally call and say, I need this wine of this vintage. I need some bread. I need this, whatever it may be. We'd go to Publix, our local grocery store, grab them, hop in the barren, and we'd fly down the Bahamas and deliver groceries. And again, that job's not posted on Indeed.com. You're not going to find that on Craigslist. You find it by hanging out around the airport and being that airport bum. That's where those opportunities come from. But you have to be professional. You have to play to your strengths. You have to have good work ethic. And understand, you're going to do a lot more probably than just fly that airplane. So be mindful of that as well. Listen. Thank you so much for working to make the Commercial Podcast and the four others, the Private Instrument Commercial and CFI Certificated Flight Instructor Podcast, some of the top-rated podcasts, aviation podcasts on iTunes. We couldn't do it without you. I hope you'll consider us when it comes time for a knowledge test, for a check ride, or you're looking just to brush up, get back in the game of making you that safe, real-world pilot. Enjoy the rest of your day, and most importantly, remember... The good pilot is always learn. Have a great day, guys. We'll see you.